Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's, Where's the, the lemonade? lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> On today's episode... Things you should consider when blending families. Did we do this? No. Okay, today's episode's an interesting one because it's things that um, we probably should have done before we blended families. <laughs> Again, our research department <laughs> spent a lot of time on this one. Thank you, Paige. The research department is awesome in this uh, team. Um, yeah, you know, we have always said in all of our podcasts, if you've listened, we are not experts and we do not claim to know what we're doing. <laughs> No, we don't. And we learned we we did all the wrong things when we blended the family, according yes. to this one article. According to this article, we did everything wrong. But, but uh, kind of, though, but kind of not. No, I mean, I understand what this article It's saying. Here are some wise considerations to think about before you blend your family. And all of them are very good ideas and very good tips. Um, but it starts when you're dating. I mean, even before you start introducing um, kids when you're dating. And we did this really kind of quick We, as far as finding things out between each other. Because, I mean, like our second conversation, do you like camping? Well, that's the thing is there are important things to know, not even before you blend, but even before you start dating, if you're serious about finding a companion and you've got kids. You know what I mean? Like... It's a whole different ball of wax. You don't just date people casually just because you want it. Like, it's just, it, it, there's well, too much at stake. Your, yeah, there's, uh, for your second marriages for yes, sure, right? Because, yes. yeah, there's a lot of kids involved. There's yes. a lot going on. Right. So if you're looking for someone to spend the rest of your life with, um, there's a lot to know before you jump into the second marriage. So, yes, our one of our first conversations on the phone we, we were asking, like, we were just like, rapid question. <laughs> like, to know, like, are we even going to go forward? Let's answer some of these questions to know if we even want to have a second phone call. So what were some of our questions? Do you remember? Uh, do you like camping? Yes, we both said no, and we went, fantastic, next question. All right, do you want any more kids? <laughs> no, we do not. Fantastic, next question. <laughs> like, that's literally... Yeah, yeah, that's what it was like. Yeah. Yeah, and, well, and there were a whole bunch of other ones, There too. was a whole bunch. Some of them, you know, that would be on... Where's lemonade after dark? So we can't say those here. But, <laughs> but no. But those are important things to know. Um, and sometimes the need for companionship because you're lonely, not because you're lo- because obviously you've got kids, but you're lonely in a different way, right? You're you're miss- missing companionship from, you know, someone that you're in love with, and that can drive you too quickly to maybe blend a family together. So well, people said we did it too quickly. Absolutely, they did. Who's yeah. they? Um, just people just in people general. in general it's true mostly my family yeah and your family i don't know that my family ever they never voiced it. they never, they never voiced would. it they might have been a little concerned but yeah. they were they were happy for me too. yeah yeah absolutely yeah. I mean, mine was mine was yeah too. yeah but i mean the 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 fact is is that 50 percent of first marriages fail in divorce isn't that awful that's pretty awful and that we were that was part of it but the statistic for second marriage is even worse at 67% of second marriages fail and over 75 well, 74% of third marriages fail. So Ouch. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. So there's things you got to figure out before you get married and then also before you start blending the family. 
Yes. Um, that, and I mean, I don't want these statistics to scare people that are that are listening, that are divorced, that are trying to think about blending their families. You can beat the odds, right? You can. You can absolutely. beat the odds. If you know what you're getting into and you're committed, you can beat the odds. So, yeah. I mean, go. you know, you have to go in with your eyes wide open. Yes. Which is really hard to do when um, your hormones are going crazy. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Like, you're just like, oh, I'm in love. I'm in love. Everything will be okay because we're in love. And yeah, yeah, I mean, our first our first date was the beginning of June and we were married sept- uh, middle of September. Yeah. So we, we some people to- say that was fast. That is fast. And we, we've been talking on the phone for a couple of weeks. I mean, the thing is, I guess, with a second marriage and with us... We felt like we were asking, like with your first marriage, you don't ask, you don't even think to ask all these really well, hard questions. Well, because you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. So we started asking a lot of, you know, like I said, we, we were asking questions right off the bat um, to yeah, see if we how were compatible. Your yeah, how's your relationship with your ex? We asked that. What would you, you said, what would your ex say if I talked to her? Yeah, we did. We, we both kind of went through that. Um, yeah, but there's other dynamics too, that you have to consider. Like, are the kids going to get along? Are the kids going to get along with you? Are the kids going to get along with you? And you know what? A lot of these questions you cannot have answered until you're a blended family. Like you, and it's, it can be scary, right? It can really be scary because you don't know. You don't know some of these. No. And we, well, we jumped in pretty quick, but yes, we did. But we didn't introduce the kids to each other or to you and and vice versa, to the adults, until we've been dating for some time. Yeah, some time. Like four weeks. <laughs> I Sometimes. think it was close to six weeks. But. but no, we didn't introduce the kids to each other until we knew that we wanted to be with each other, if that makes sense. Like we were pursuing our relationship with each other. We were very interested. You know what I mean? Like we were committed. We, yeah, we we were at the point where, all right, we're ready to move yes. forward with blending this family. Yeah, we now think, we yeah. can introduce the kids. Right. So, yeah. But I mean, yeah, on the timetable we went pretty quick. But and that first year was really tough. I will, you know, and not all the kids really enjoyed it. Nope. Um, all of them may not enjoy it now still, but I think most of them do now. It's been eleven years. Yeah, I think it's tolerable for everyone. <laughs> I think it's pretty tolerable. <laughs> Okay, great research department. What did you find for us this week? This amazing research department spent hours and hours, not true, but some time. (laughs) So I found this article called Five Wise Considerations Before Blending Families. Um, Like I said, we may not have heeded all of these. How about none of them? (laughs) I think we heeded heeded them... But in a very... Um, a quick, expedited a, way. Yes, in an expedited way. We were in like express, express blended family mode. How about that? <laughs> so, all right. The first one says, unload your own baggage. Okay. Now, we've been traveling all over the world for years now, and you never unload your own baggage. I always take it off the baggage cart. Oh, so are you saying... Ooh, this is good. Are you saying that you unloaded my baggage? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have to unload my... My, well, um, obviously, we're not stuff. talking about real baggage, but yeah. you have loss that you've gone through from your previous marriage. 
we had the benefit of um, a great marriage counselor for us before we even got married. Well, I was seeing I was seeing someone. I think you were seeing, right? We're, yeah, yeah. We were both seeing a therapist, counselor, whatever you want to call them. To help us get through um, the grief of losing our yep. marriage. Yes. That was, that was, for me, that took a long time. Um, I had been divorced for a lot longer than you had when we met, but. What, six months? No, I'd been divorced. Six well, months. I'd been separated for a year. So separated for a year and divorced for. Six months. Uh Eight, not nine months when we met. Oh, nine months. Okay. Yeah. yeah months. So a little bit longer than me. Yeah. But I mean, so almost two years that I hadn't been, you know what I mean? Like hadn't been um, in a relationship. So you were dealing with that loss. Yes. For um, yes. a good, a good time. Yeah. Which was, it was, yeah, terrible. But yeah, this says, you know, grieve the loss of your marriage, give your children attention, give yourself and your children time to heal Get back on your feet emotionally and financially, right? Like do some of these things. You can't, I, and I, I do believe this. I don't think that if you're a total wreck emotionally, financially, if your kids are a wreck, I don't think it's a good time to blend a family. I don't. So do you think we enough. weren't in the middle of that when we got married? Um, I think we were, kid. I think we were okay. I think we were. We were still in a little bit of that. I think that, yes, still in a little bit of it. And then when you throw everyone into a blended family, then it just brings up all new emotional issues and new routines and right. But I think you get, you need to take a minute to heal. Well, and and our counselor helped us a lot with that. Yeah, for Um, sure. And she helped us get through that together. So we kind of helped each other through the mourning of the loss of our of our previous marriages. Well, she helped me. I'm not a person that likes to, I don't like to deep dive into stuff. I'm like, yes, that was really sad. Move on. Move on. That's my type of personality. Um, I tend to, you know, stay on the surface for most things. And she, she took me on a deep dive and I didn't like it. (laughs) No, and I was there for it. (laughs) I didn't like the deep dive at all. It was raw. It was emotional. It was painful. But was it good for you in the end? I don't know. I still don't know. Here it is 11 years later, and I don't know. I don't know. It just was so uncomfortable, and ah! <laughs> so I don't know. Well, I guess another thing on Unload Your Own Baggage is learn from the mistakes that were made in the previous marriage. And if you say you made no mistakes in your previous marriage... You're a liar! That is your first mistake. <laughs> you are not cognizant of, of what what you you have no self what's sort of self uh, awareness self awareness yeah you have no self awareness of of what was really going on and now granted it you know maybe that it was more on your spouse than you but there were still things that you could have done to make um, Absolutely. your marriage better and you know what take a minute to recognize that so you can go into your next relationship with hey i know that i didn't do this great like Learn from those mistakes and go, I'm going to try and do better But now. you don't have to wallow in it. No, no. But I love that it says try to gain some insights about how your marriage ended, why your marriage ended. And then it said talk, think about what your needs are. You know, were your needs being met in your last marriage? And what were your issues and how can you? So I like it said in this little section, be ready to show up differently in the next relationship. So maybe not completely differently, but in regards to those things I just mentioned, like... You can go, you know what? I, I got a fresh start here, whether you wanted it or not. 
You've got a fresh start and so you can change. You, you can, can change, change some things. People can change for the better, for oh, that's sure. Good. For All sure. right. The second one on here says prepare yourself for a relationship that you want to have and being the partner you want to be. I like this. I like so this. this ties into the previous one on unloading unloading your baggage. It is a reset. You have a chance to to be the uh, partner that you want to be and that you want your partner to be. Yeah. So you show you so you show through examples that the idea yeah here. and yeah you work on your communication listening how good are you you know when you when you argue what how do you argue are you are you mean are you mean arguer are you a reasonable arguer you know what i mean like can you sit in the other person's shoes when you're debating something right all right can you see the other side even though you may be heated Get in the trenches, right? Get in the trenches. In the trenches. That was, that's what Caroline told us. Yep. All the Get time. in the trenches with each other. And but yeah, educate yourself about relationships and skills for success, pitfalls. Anyway, I like that one. I like that it's saying prepare yourself for what who you want to be in your next relationship and who you want to have in your next relationship. Like maybe you want something different than you had in your first marriage in well, a spouse. It, could there be a danger of overanalyzing everything with this of one? Of course. I mean, you could say that about anything. Like I say everything in moderation. I mean, we both well, feel that way. Well, I, I could easily see someone saying, well, this isn't exactly the perfect situation. I'm only going to go after the perfect situation. There is no one. perfect situation. I will sit here and tell you right now, there is no perfect situation. There's no perfect man or woman out there. That is not true. <laughs> You're right. The woman sitting next to you. That is absolutely true. <laughs> and for all you men that don't believe that about your spouse, shame on you. <laughs> but no, you know what I mean? Like, No, I totally agree. When people think the grass is going to be greener, you know, because, oh, my my husband has so many issues and I'm going to find someone that doesn't have any issues. Bull loney. Everyone has issues. Everyone has things that will annoy you. Every, like, there is no perfect person. They don't at the beginning, though. Uh, in the beginning, it's all cute. It's cute. Oh. oh, that's so cute that he does that. And then a couple of years later, you're like, that is not cute at all. That's annoying. <laughs> and you have to remember yourself. Remember when I thought that was cute? Yeah, you got to get back to that. So. All right, next one. Once you're dating someone, prepare your relationship by taking time to learn about each other and focus on your partnership. So. Well, I mean. I think what this is saying is. Um. Like, focus on just the two of you, right? Because now you're you Focus on just the two of you. Don't worry about bringing the kids into the picture yet. Focus okay, on so your relationship. No, no kids at first. Right. That's what this you're one's You're focusing really on each other. So it's those um, 10 p.m. runs to the grocery store for chocolate chips. Yes. Yes. You're where focusing we, on each That's other. where we dated. We dated yes. um, at the grocery yep. store. And you've got to learn about each other. You've got to learn about each other's triggers, which... Oh, you're going to have them. If you think you don't have them, oh, you so got how do you, them. So how do you do that? Well, I remember, do you remember when we were dating and we'd been dating for a while and we hadn't had a fight yet and we were like, we've got to have a fight. Like we were like, oh, we've, we've got to figure out how we fight with each other and we've got, and if we can resolve it. Do you remember talking about that? I remember. And we were like, how are we going to do this? What are we going to fight about? Well, we hadn't introduced the kids yet. Once we introduced the kids then there was plenty to fight about. Was there? Yeah. <laughs> There were some issues with the kids, yeah. With the kids with each other? No, with oh. with us, with the way we interacted with our kids. 
was different. We weren't we weren't oh, exactly ready. Oh, I for see that. what you're saying. Like right? maybe you were raising your kids a certain way. I was way raising my kids raising a certain my kids way. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. So once you introduce the kids, then things kind well, of change. I remember know? our. I do remember our first fight. Do you remember our first fight? No, because I've forgiven <laughs> you of it. I just remember because it was our first one. Otherwise, I forgot all the all the rest. I, I have no idea what it was. It was Sorry. when you wanted me to sign the prenup. That was our first fight. No, there yes. was something before that. No, there wasn't. That was our first fight. Oh. So thank you. Obviously, you I listened. tried I know. really hard to get Good you to job. fight with me. But... Good job. That's when we had our first fight. But no, this talks about... Because you need to have a fight. You need to see how good are you at resolving things together. Well, you need yeah, you need to see what are your views on money, how you spend money, how you save money. What do you have the same common goals? What about your religious beliefs? Are you strongly religious? Not so strongly. Do you have the same religion? Um, same thing with politics too. Politics are just hey, I just vote once once a, a year, and or twice a year. However the case may be, if you're a common voter, if you like to vote more than one time in an election, that's bad. Don't do that. <laughs> but are you are what's your passions? Are you passionate about certain things? And does that bother your spouse? Right. right? No. So I think that that is really important. How how much do you like having alone time? And is that going to, you know. Is, is your spouse going to, your future spouse, are they okay with that? Oh, you like to go off and do this by yourself. Are they okay with that? Yeah. Do you, does your spouse still like to go clubbing even though they're married? Well, you wouldn't know that until after you're married, but do they like to go clubbing in general? And even without you. Yeah. I mean, that would... There's just all these things that you have to... And like I said, at first you may think, oh yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But deep down, is it bothering you? You need right. to talk about those you things. You need to talk about sex. Are you on the same page with sex? Like you, People may be smiling right now and blushing. That is huge. You've got... And these are things you don't think to talk about in your first relationship because you really don't know. But your second relationship, your second marriage, um, the, that, these things are more important. These things you are aware of. Yeah, because of, of. of your first marriage. You need right. to go back and look strongly look at your first marriage. What worked good? Because there were things that worked well in your first marriage. Right. Yes. And then what things didn't go well and where were sources of con- conflict. And you need to you know, address those with your with your potential new uh, spouse and say, right. is, is this going to be a problem in this marriage? Right. Yep. And meet each other's families and friends, right? How's, how, how are they interacting with them? Is this over the top, you know, with their family or not? You know, it's amazing. We did all that in a very short period of time. We did. We did. And we were just okay with all of it. So... <laughs> What's the next one here, honey? All right. Prepare to blend by introducing the kids to your partner. Okay. Do you remember the first time the kids were introduced to you? Yeah. All right. When was it? I know when I was introduced to your kids the first time. Um, well, actually, I met a couple of your kids in your backyard just by coincidence. I didn't plan to meet them. Do you remember? Right. I had come over with my kids. We were just going to meet you. We are having a little pool party, just my kids. I had already met your kids. Yes. You'd already come to my house right. and met my kids. And then we came over for a barbecue. But your kids were not here. They were with your ex. We weren't doing that yet. And then they dropped, a couple of them Yeah, they dropped, dropped in by. to grab something. And it was like, oh, hi. I didn't know I was meeting you tonight. Ah. I'm meeting you in my swimsuit. Yeah. I'm like, uh, oh. <laughs> And it was just a couple of minutes. I think everyone felt awkward for a minute because it just wasn't planned. It was just like, oh, 
Hi. Yeah. And then we had a plan. I think like a week later, we had a planned meeting. At, we had a picnic at a park. and Yeah. And it, it was all the kids together then. Yeah. Right. Which which was kind of crazy. Well, we were missing a couple of the older ones. Obviously, well, a couple of the older ones. Yeah. But it was kind of crazy. There were eight kids. Yeah. All thrown in together. Two of the kids were already gone. Um, eight kids uh, all thrown together at a picnic in the park with the keys locked in. It was kind of that was kind car. of a series of unfortunate events that night. Keys were locked in the car. Rachel wanted to leave because her boyfriend Russell said, "I'm hopping in the car and coming," and she wanted to get home to clean the house. And I'm like, "No, we're meeting." It was kind of a funny night. But it was a funny night. But we we kind of took you and I kind of were like a conquering heroes, yeah. right? We're like this we is conquered what... the whole thing pretty yeah. well. Yeah. So Jake had locked his keys in his car. We had to go rescue him. We all pile. I, it was kind of a. It was funny. Yeah, um, but funny. I took care of the car, and you took all the kids to go have ice cream. Yep. So we divided and conquered and, and solved the problem with n- not too much. But it's something you do need to plan out. When I met your kids the first time, it was pizza um, at your house. Yep. And I got to, to meet the kids, and yeah, it, w- it was good. Yeah. So it says, you know, talk with your children about their feelings. How do they feel about this new person? Um be prepared to hear what they feel about that. Remember, right. you're bringing someone in that they may feel is replacing their parent. Yeah, and they don't have to feel about this new person the way that you feel. Like, you're crazy about this new person. And if they go, ah, he was okay. Or she was fine. You're like, what? Or she's not replacing my mom. Right. Or a hater. These are all probably pretty normal first-time feelings, especially if this is the first time they've met someone so, you know, be calm, be cool, be collected, and just take it one day at a time. But, yeah. And, you know, and this is this is interesting what it said in this article. When you are starting to date and you're getting serious with someone, your children have another loss that they're dealing with. And that loss is they now realize my parents are never getting back together again. Ooh, and that's another huge loss. So, be... Be aware, be, you know. Cognizant of that and be patient with your children. Right. Yep. Okay. Last one. It says challenges ahead. So not, (laughs) I don't know what this is talking about. Everything was roses and, you know, roses and chocolate the whole time. So yeah, there's tons of, there's tons of challenges ahead. But one of the things it says is relationships and blended families will not be equally close. Some kids might get along better with each other. You might get along with some kids better than the other. Like, it, it doesn't have to all be equal. You don't have to, the, all the kids don't have to love their new stepmom or stepdad equally. Um, hopefully there's still some kind of respect and, you know, friendliness that you can get there. And eventually that will turn into some kind of relationship. But you cannot force this. You cannot force the relationship. Even though you want this to be this amazing now, I want our family to be great. I mean, guess we want that. We do. We want our family to love each other and be one. And you can't force it. You can't force it. No, but you can create opportunities. And yes. that's what we focused on. We we always invited our, especially our teenage kids. Uh, the little kids, of course, they want to go have fun. It doesn't matter what right. you're doing. They'll want to go. Yes. Teenage kids, a little bit different. But we always invited Yep. And not all the time did they come, but most of the time they did. And we always kind of made it as much fun as we possibly could. Yep. Um, so provide the opportunities to let the 
organicness of relationships happen, right? So let it naturally happen, but you've got to provide the opportunities. If you're always just sitting at home and everyone's in their own bedroom, that's not going to foster relationships. You've got to go, you've got to do fun things together. Even if it's swimming in the backyard together or going on a hike or going Watching bowling, a show together. Watching a show, but you've got to do some things together to start building. But like I said, you can't force it. So if they say no, and sometimes they will, as teenagers, like I said, the little ones, they didn't really have a choice. No, they didn't. <laughs> Let's go. And they were, they were fine. Like they wanted to go have fun, but. Well, and, and for us, it was very different because we really had three families that we kind of blended together. The three yeah. youngest were all raised together. They'd known this since they were four, five, and six. The older ones were teenagers when, um, and tweenies. We had one tweenie. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That was tough. Yeah. Right. She had, lot, she had a lot. A lot's going on when you're a tweenie. A yeah. lot is going on emotionally. Felt so bad for her. I did too. And then the teenage boys, like I felt terrible for. Like, yeah, is hard. These are hard ages. These are hard things. I, I think the best thing through all these challenges is to remember that you're together now and why you chose to be together, and that you need to work through blending this family together, not separate. Right. Right. And I like it. This article says to clarify roles of a parent, step parent, co parent when it comes to discipline, payment of child expenses, t- spending time together. Like you need to be clear on what, who is doing what, and, and how that's all working as much as you can. Clarify those boundaries. Um, I think that really helps when you're all just like, oh no, we're all overlapping everywhere. Things get complicated and confusing. Well, you're not my mom or you're not yes. my dad. You can't tell me yes. what to do. Yes. And we had several discussions after an incident would happen mm-hmm. or maybe one of the kids didn't go. It's just, well, we really we would always have a conversation in our room together and say, all right, what could we have done better here? Yes. You know, and, and so. And trust me, there ha- we, we play the blame game sometimes. Well, I mean, we pointed each fingers at each other. And we learned how to work through these things, though. And we learned, thank goodness we had counseling all through those first years. Um, it was invaluable. It, priceless. As long as you're going in there understanding together you're a team and that you're trying to figure out the best way to work together as a team to, to be successful parents. Okay, our lemonade moment of the week. School's out. What's that song? School's out for summer. That one? I don't know that song. <laughs> School. It's some kind of like heavy metal song. Anyway, school's out. So the lemon, the lemons, is that the kids had finals this week and a couple last week, and they were working hard and studying stressed hard, out of their mind. Stressed. So it was there were some week. tears a couple times. Couple I times. cried a lot. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, you're you're going to tell everybody that you were crying? Well, I was crying because you and I don't have the house to ourselves anymore during the day. We don't. Well, we kind of do. Our kids are so oh, busy. Now are. that we have three teenagers and they're, they have jobs and, and swim, swim and, yeah, a lot going horseback on. Horseback riding. Yep. So the lemons was, it was finals week, but the lemonade is, I love, I, I even though we don't have the house to ourselves anymore. You like I, summertime. I love summertime. Kids. I love having the kids around, having them home. Um being a mom all day. I like it. Being a bonus mom all day. I like it. I like it a lot. So it's summer. Woo, woo, woo. 
If you like today's episode, give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google, and head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org, where you can leave questions and comments. And, but most of all, go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. Mm-hmm.